All right. Welcome to Fit Stamp Community, where she begs for nothing. She believes she can have everything and she knows for a fact that she is a good thing. Y'all, let's talk about something, man. I was just listening to another podcast. I was just spending some time with myself and he said so many key things like paralyzed potential. I don't really know his name. I kind of stumbled up on it. So, you know, and he was just talking about paralyzed potential and how we got to fail in order to figure out what it is that we are truly good at. And it just reminded me in that moment, like for my podcast, I don't have to be perfect. Like I have a gift to minister to people. I have a heart to want to do God's will and do God's work and to help people get in relationship with the father. Because if Sam knows anything and she knows that the Lord is not looking for you to be perfect, okay, he's looking for relationship. The Lord is looking for someone that he can use as his vessel. I also just learned that when Jesus sent his disciples out, they sent, he sent them out in twos and like the disciples couldn't heal the, 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 the person that had a seizure, but that didn't mean they stopped trying. That didn't mean like they got discouraged. No, they just knew what they couldn't, they couldn't, cannot do. So in this season of my life, it's just like, okay, Lord, teach me what I can and I cannot do because at the end of the day, I want to be able to invent, advance his kingdom. I want to be able to say yes. I want to be able to, I want to be able to use my voice, not for my good, but for his good, whether that's through one person, through two people, through 10,000 people, like it, it is what it is. And this is the stomping grounds to all of it. I can say it gets discouraging sometimes because I'm like, Lord, I want people to listen into my podcast, but then I want to also check myself and check my heart posture. I'm not doing it for the views. I'm not doing it for the followers. I'm doing it so that people can be in relationship with the Lord so that they can know they do not have to be perfect. Not even they, I don't have to be perfect on my podcast. Like if y'all been tuning in, y'all know, I always say, I don't think the Bible knew the type of person, or maybe they did know the type of person I was, like when it comes to some of these big words, because I don't be knowing how to pronounce some of them. And do I feel bad for it? No, it's just, that's just me. So today, as I just did my spill, I hope that motivates somebody like to just don't put yourself in a category. Don't put yourself in a box. Like, don't think you have to be perfect. Don't think you're not inadequate. Like you're not You don't have to have it all together. That's where the Lord comes in. That's where he finds, he helps you find what it is that he wants you to do through his kingdom while you find enjoyment doing it. And this FitSam community, it's an enjoyment. It's an add-on to everything else that I'm doing. I want to be able to work for the Lord in the full capacity that I can. I want to be able to understand myself, understand others. Let them know again, you do not have to be perfect to be in relationship with the Lord, okay? So let's tap, 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 tap in. But first, it's not but first. But first, we're going to read, we're going to Bible study from our good old, good old, good old, the good and beautiful Bible study, experiencing stories from the Bible and what it means to live our, in our lives. So today's story, we're talking about Hagar and the value that he brought. Last time, 
we were Bible studying together, we talked about courage and we talked about God's um, providence and how Esther, the woman whose life was caught up in circumstances and big traumas um, bigger than herself, who acts in courage to save her people, to shine the light through God's work. So basically, if I'm not mistaken, Esther became the wife of another king and the king wasn't doing the right thing. So she went on behalf of the king and she saved the whole nation. Absolutely beautiful. Um, we love Esther. Um, so let's tap into Hagar today. So for my people that's online, let's tune in online. This is the illustration that they will be showing for us today. And I just absolutely love how they how they show an illustration. Like, it's beautiful. Um, if you're driving, I would recommend taking mental notes. I'm going to be taking notes as well. Um, and if you're not driving, I would definitely recommend taking some notes. So, Hagar. And the title of this is saying, Seeking Others' Value. Okay, so this this image is already so beautiful because it has to do with nature. It has to do with the water, the sky, just the the brilliancy of this photo. You know, the story behind it has to do with some sort of value. So let's jump right in. All right. A pregnant Hagar flees admit. Admit threats to her and her children existence. Whilst in the wilderness, an angel sees her and shares God's vision for her future. OMG. <laughs> if y'all not already encouraged like I am, Holy Spirit, have your way. Less of me, more of you. Lord, I just want to be myself. I don't want to pretend to be anyone that's perfect. I don't want to pretend to be anyone that is seeking for any type of validation, Father. So I pray that I be myself so that your people under the sound of my voice will not miss a word that the Holy Spirit wants to transfer from my mouth to their hearts. So Lord, do what only you can do. I am just a vessel and I know that everything that comes from me, Father, is going to be for your glory. So I rest, rest in knowing that you already knew this moment was going to happen. You already knew who was going to be tuned in. You already knew who needed to hear this. Father, you already knew the message that was going to lead up to this podcast today, Father. So thank you. Thank you for sending all that my way so that I will be encouraged to continue to do the works of your kingdom, Father God. We love you and we appreciate you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to read that again. So it says, the pregnant Hagar flees admit, flees admit threats to her and her children's existence whilst in the wilderness. Mm. An angel, so this lady was in the wilderness, and an angel saw her and shared God's vision for her future. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. That's the Lord promise upon our life. Beautiful. So let's turn to Genesis if you can. I'm reading out the NIV um, version. Give me a minute. Oh, Genesis is right in the front. So we're going to go to Genesis 16, okay? Fun fact about the Bible, y'all. Y'all don't have to start at Genesis. Y'all could, the, the Lord will speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you so that you can know where and what he wants you to hear. All right. 
16, Genesis 16, let's read. Now Sarah ate Adam's wife, Abraham, Abram's, not Abraham, Abram's wife had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my say, my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agrees to what Sarah said. So after Adam had been living in the Canaanites 10 years, Sarah, his wife, took her Egyptian slave, Hagar, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarah said to Abram, you are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arm and now she is pregnant and despise me. May the Lord judge may the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in my hand in your hand. Abram says, "Do what do with her whatever you think is best." Then Sarah mistreated Hagar, so she fleed from her. The angels of the Lord, the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was a spring that is besides the road of Sar, and he said, "Hagar, Slave of Sarah, where have you come from and where are you going? I am running away from my mistress, she said. The angel of the Lord told her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that, that they will be too numerous to count. The, the angel of the Lord also said to her, you are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son you shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard your misery. He, he will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand will be against his. And he will live in hostility towards all his brothers. She gave, the name, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. This is why the well was called Bear Lehar Ra. It is still there between Kadesh and Bread. So Hagar bore Adam's, Abram's son, and Abram gave him the name Ishmael to his son so that she had bore. Abram was 86 years old. When Hagar born him Ishmael. Wow. Okay. Come on, Lord. Speak to us. Because that's juicy. Because apparently she wanted to run, in, uh, run away from her mistress. But the Lord told her to go back to her and submit to her. You know, because she's born a son. And the son is Abram's. Okay. So Hagar's story. This is, I love how the book, like, we read the Bible. But then it also shows us the outline. So, Hagar's story begins wrapped up between Abram and Sarah. God had promised to make Abram and Sarah into a great nation with many descendants, but a decree decree had passed and still they found themselves bearing no children. In an act of desperation and dismissal of God's promise, 
Terah decided to take matters into her own hands. She exercised authority over her own maidservant, Hagar, to serve as a surrogate mother, giving her to her husband. Abraham in hopes to have descendants through Hagar. Soon Hagar became pregnant and Sarah, out of jealousy and anger, despised Hagar and mistreats her. Hagar finds herself in a subservient position alone as, alone as an enslaved woman. But in the act of her own agency, Hagar flees to the wilderness. There the angel of the Lord earnestly seeks Hagar. The angel asks questions with great compassion and care as the angel let Hagar tell her own story. Where have you come from and where are you going? The questions spark Hagar invites her to search for her identity, belonging, and acknowledgement of her lived reality. Of course, the angel already knew the answer to them, yet the angel gave Hagar a voice and an opportunity to feel seen. She says, I'm running away. What is an enslaved pregnant woman to do in a desert with no provision, no possession, and no covering in her part radical slave enslaved society? She finds herself in the desert of her own despair, but the angel comforts her, values her, and gives her the vision for her future. The angel says she will have descendants that are too many to count and she will have a son and named Ishmael, whose name means God hears. The angel sees Hagar's difficult situation, but declares a new story for her. In an act of gratitude and praise, Hagar responds to her son's naming and God's naming. She raises her voice back and is the first recorded person as a woman to be God El Roha, which means you are the God who see me. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna mark that. So she raises she raises her voice back, and it is the first recorded person and woman to make to name God El Roha, which means you are the God who sees me. She becomes a mother of the faith for all those who have had to leave home because home was not safe. Also, sorry, all who had to leave their countries because their country was not safe. She sees God and she, and God sees her. This is juicy. We find a lot of firsts in the story of Hagar. We have the first recorded revelation of the angel of the Lord. We see the first time the angel performed an ultrasound in scripture. We see the first time an angel named a child while it's still in his mother's womb. Admits her surrogate circumstance, syringes, circumstance, God makes Hagar whose name literally means the foreigner, the center of the story, providing for Hagar and giving her a new future. While Sarah only saw Hagar as an instrument to make herself great. Mm. God truly sees Hagar as holy 
love, cherish human being. It is a demonstration of what God sees, of what it means to see others, to find value in them as children of God. Mm. The story of Hagar urges us to ask questions on who we choose to value and bring to the center of our own narrative. Who is the last, the lost, the least, the lonely, the misunderstood, the mistreated? Do we see these people? We live in a frustrated moment, a frustrated moment in history. There are more refuge than any in history. As the wealth grass increased, there are more and more people being left behind. Admits their pain, we can look to Hagar as a mother of the faith and can find comfort that God values and centers. Though most often forgotten, God's eyes never stop seeking and searching for those in need. And we too are invited to know this and then do the same. How do you choose to value others? How do you, how do we come alongside our strangers and ask questions of compassion? Where have you come from and where are you going? Invite the spirit to help you to see one. In this moment, we're going to just take a moment to ask the Lord to evaluate our heart, evaluate our circle, and evaluate where we are in life and who around us do we think is last or do they think is last? Do they think is lonely? Like, who do we think is lonely? Who do we think is misunderstood? Who do we see is mistreated? Like, do we see these people? Um, let's ask the Lord to invite us, invite, invite the Lord in your heart right now and ask him, Lord, who do I need to check on? Who comes to mind? Yes. Thank you, Lord. And if you can, go ahead and write that down. And write down what it is that the Lord might have told you to tell these people. And when you write it down, don't forget to actually check on these people, okay? All right, so we're almost done. We're gonna reflect now on our story. So let's take a moment to sit up straight um, and then we're gonna take a deep breath and we're gonna use the element that's on the previous page and we're just gonna reflect on it. Like the story in Hagar, this woman, she was a slave from someone else to someone else and the person that enslaved her started to neglect her and the Lord reminded her that he will make sure that 
her descendants are straight for the rest of her life. So invite the Lord to speak to you. When was there a moment in time where you felt unseen then or now? I think that's actually really powerful. When was a time that you feel like you have been unseen or not heard then or now? In what area do you feel like you're unseen? Mm. How can the community of God's people embody the name of the God who sees? I love that question. I'm going to ask again. How can the community of God's people embody the name of the God who sees? I feel like in that point, it's like knowing that God is omnipresent. Like he's everywhere. He sees us. And he'll come sometimes without us even asking. He'll give us a word. He'll place us in a situation. You know, like that's God. Like, he'll meet you where you're at. He knows what we're going through, you know? Who are the unseen around you, and how can you make them the center of your story? So those people that you that came to mind, they might still be coming to mind right now. Who are they? And how can we make them the center of our story? All right. Let's pray it out. To the God who sees me and sees every tear I have ever shed. Thank you for never taking your eyes off of me. Give us eyes to see the person next to us that feels unseen. Help us find their value. Help us not to give into despair or be paralyzed by injustice. Grant us peace, even as we work for peace. Amen. Hope you're just encouraged today. Make sure you go ahead and share this podcast with somebody that you think might need encouragement today. And just know God sees you wherever you're at right now. He sees you. You might be good. You might be on your last leg. This is a reminder that he sees you.